Okay, okay. We're, we're recording now. <laughs> recording now. Not a great start. Here we go. Part three is sort of four. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this has been a journey today. <laughs> it really has been. Wow. All right. So what do we I, like the color scheme of this recording itself? <laughs> do, we, do we have an option cool. to change it? I feel like the light I, blue is nice. The purpley blues. Yeah, it's very nice. It's All calming. Right. All right. I agree. <laughs> okay, we're coming at you live from the basement. Not live, spirit. not from a basement. Live, not from a basement. Um, honest. Wow, that's exciting. Um, I I feel like you're usually thinking about that. So again, we're being realistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> should we introduce ourselves? Is that a good place oh, yeah, to start right. right now? Should we Should we do it the same way we did it last time, where we? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. Billy is a 22 year old city college dropout. But now she's uh, reapplied to City College uh, from <laughs> Granada Hills, California, or better known as the Valley. Um, and let's see, Billy. Billy's comes from a kooky bunch of uh, semi-hippie-ish Jewish uh, people. Um, Just and... to be clear, I'm Billy. It's not always clear if... <laughs> Billy's a woman or not, <laughs> but <laughs> the woman's voice is Billy. <laughs> the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> the jury's still out. Um, well, and I also have a very womanly voice, you know, so it could get confused easily. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's more confusing that Billy's a man's name rather than that you have a womanly voice. <laughs> but sure. <laughs> I think that's more the source of confusion. <laughs> I'm a female David as well. <laughs> yeah, we um, really changed things up down here yeah. in the basement. <laughs> it gets exciting. Billy and I met. Um, Billy Billy attended Berkeley City College, and we we met while we were living in the Berkeley Bayit, or a cooperative Jewish living space, as we like to say. Um, or a house. Yeah. A living space is a house. <laughs> no, living space sounds better. <laughs> living spaces. Um, um, yeah, that sums me up. All right. Uh, David, uh, while we were living in the Berkeley Bayit, he went to UC Berkeley and uh, majored in political economics and German, even though he didn't actually major in German because he fucked it up by accident. Hey, I minored in uh, German. <laughs> I'm minor. You did, you did. I like to say I studied German rather than minored. Okay. <laughs> Thank God you have that German minor. <laughs> it took you all the way to Trader Joe's. So uh, David currently lives in Long Beach with his parents and works at Trader Joe's for the fourth time. And yeah, uh, yeah he's 23 years old. Cool dude. Basement uh, frequenter. And welcome to our basement. Yeah, welcome to the basement. 
Um, so uh, let's explain the idea for this podcast a little bit. Yeah, so Billy got bored and has too much time on her hands, like all of us these days. So she was like, let's do a podcast because she thought what we had to say was interesting. Well, we initially thought of this idea in the basement, but I think that was just because we were spending too much time alone (laughs) in our basement. (laughs) The original idea was to secretly record people and not tell them that they were being recorded. Oh, that's true. Okay. That was our podcast. We'll get to that. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, So our current idea, because we um, are nostalgic and miss our days in our college basement, is to talk about all the things that you think about when you're couch locked in that beanbag chair in college. Yeah. So we, we want to divide the podcast up into our uh, basement conversations that could potentially happen. And uh, we wanted to break it up into what, what in our drug category and our sex category. And it really our, uh, sums up most things. Yeah. So you're either talking so, about drugs or sex, you know? Right. So our sex category is kind of, you know, any social issue, general, like early 20s social situations, often sex involved. And then our drug category is more like philosophy. Are we living in a simulation? Do aliens exist? What happens when you have to talk to your mom while you're on mushrooms? All those kind of things are summed up in the drugs portion of our of our podcast did you ever talk to your mom on mushrooms no but you texted my parents on acid one time what yeah when we were in tahoe my parents texted you because i wasn't answering them oh and i think i just texted i think i texted back something coherent no you did oh that's good that's good (laughs) (laughs) and i was and you were like billy you should text your parents there worried because southern california is on fire and you're not answering them and i was like david i cannot talk to my mom right now absolutely <laughs> no way <laughs> do not even suggest that to me <laughs> yeah i feel i oh yeah i do remember this happening oh god that was the time we'll have a whole episode about that yeah. situation i that think episode. um yeah so ugh. Jesus, and now, so, now I'm having flashbacks to that, man. Trip. Yeah, I know. It happens to me sometimes, too. That was really, like, a pivotal moment in my life, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it really, yeah, it really was. Um, so, <clears throat> are you feeling socially inept, Billy? <laughs> no, but apparently you think that we're both socially inept. Would you like to explain why to me? <laughs> oh, I oh, I deleted the tab. Damn it. With all my how to tell if you're socially inept. So there's like, there, there's this article about like how to tell if you're socially inept. And I think we fit some of the traits um, fairly well. You said um, some of them are laughing. So when you're uncomfortable and not filling a silence as well. Yeah, from um, getfriendsyouwant.com says <laughs> get the friend you want. <laughs> the reliable source. <laughs> .com, not even .org. They're here to sell us something at the same time. So, wow. how, how okay. to know if you're socially in I'm here to buy it. One is cutting off other people in the middle of conversations. <laughs> Hi, this is Paul's hat. 
Oh God, who's Paul Sanders? Paul Sanders is. I don't know. Paul Sanders is talking. <laughs> He's already at the friends you want. Dot com. Um, oh no, <laughs> I don't think I want Paul to be my friend. <laughs> Paul Sanders is trying to be our friend. Um, no, so the first one is cutting off other people in the middle of a conversation, which Paul Sanders just did. So I feel like he might be socially inept. Oh, he's certainly socially inept. Um, no, but but then like if that's true, then all Ashkenazi Jews are, or well, most Jews in are general socially are socially inept. Oh, absolutely. But I feel like we're all used to it, so. It's just kind of how we communicate with each other. Yeah, I feel like this is a very Gentile-centric how to tell if you're so... Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty anti-Semitic for them <laughs> to say that interrupting is is um, makes you socially inept. Did yeah, I just find this, the PC way to say uh, anti-Semitic? Gentile-centric. That's, that's Gentile-centric. <laughs> that's so funny. We should start saying that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Uh... I feel like that's also no one freak out. We're both Jews. We may sound anti-Semitic, but if anything, we are Semitic supremacists. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a term that could have been created in uh, Berkeley, Gentile centric. Yeah, that's a term that could have been spun out of the pinwheel of fun there. Um, Definitely. No, but for real, people in Berkeley really do have an interesting combination of academic prowess and socially incapable (laughs) oh my god wait there's a there's a example conversation that i missed person one should we do the example the food they serve at this party is amazing it reminds me of socially inept person yes it's good i feel quite full person one uh yes as i was saying socially inept person which now they've just shortened to sip they like abbreviated it. Sip. My That's mom good. cooks food that tastes as good as these. And then person one says, ah, yes, I was going to say the same thing. I don't know. I just, I feel like this hmm. website is, I don't know, over-exaggerating this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like This doesn't feel like a great source, I'm going to be honest with you. But the concept I understand. <laughs> You know what? I've used getthefriendsyouwant.com my entire life, and it's helped me a lot. For years. Don't don't put down my experience with this website. I would never. And then number two is unable to fill awkward silences. Do you feel like you're unable to fill awkward silences? All the time. And they will usually look at their phone, look at their feet, smile at the other person, or walk away. You do smile at people when you're uncomfortable. (laughs) Or worse, say something awkward or inappropriate. Oh, no, that's what you do. That's what you do. That's what I do. I say something inappropriate. But hey, I don't, yeah, you know, I don't. Remember when you told Rabbi Adam that, do you remember when you told Rabbi Adam in front of his kids that he should take Hillel seniors to smoke weed in the Emerald Triangle? That was (laughs) (laughs) awkward. I was simply having a debate. And also, who cares if his kids hear that he might smoke weed or whatever? I don't know. Or that students smoke weed. It's not like he doesn't tell them that we don't drink alcohol. But. No, I agree. I agree. My whole point was was that 
that was trip, just the only example I could think of. <laughs> the trip they were going to take us on was a, a wine tour, whatever, a wine tasting thing. So I was like, yeah, that's just as legal to take us on a weed tasting tour. And that sounds like more fun and less of a hangover. Anyway, I didn't right. end up going anyway. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But sometimes I say very inappropriate things. No, yeah, that wasn't a great example. I just thought of it. But do you feel like you say inappropriate things to fill silences? I think occasionally. I don't know that I say inappropriate things to fill silences. I just have a bad gauge of what's inappropriate. I do feel like you walk away, though. I definitely, oh, I certainly walk I've away. Definitely I certainly you know, walk away. Walk away from conversations that you're actively bored with, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's like no, that's true. To end the conversation. Yeah, that's really interesting. No, I absolutely do that if I'm not because okay, Max said this in a really good way to me recently. Yeah, which it sounds obnoxious, but it's like. I have a hard time seeing past people's annoying qualities unless they're my close friend. So it's like when I'm like forced small talking at a party or whatever, I do often just walk away if it's uninteresting to me because a lot of times the person's just annoying me, which is not a nice thing to say, but it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also, I just I don't know. Whatever. Small talk is stupid. It doesn't matter. Anyway. It's so stupid. And it's like, you have to pretend that you like it, even if you both hate it. Like, why? I don't know. Maybe this is why we're socially inept. We need to... Yeah, maybe we are socially inept. On the website. Yeah, yeah, I guess. We're not getting the friends we want. We just have each other. Obviously, we need to spend more time to get the friends we want. Am I not the friend you want? That's so obnoxious. No, you're, you're the friend I want. Okay. I may not be the friend you want, but I'm the friend you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, All right. Oh, being Socially... left out of circles. Do we feel like we get left out of circles? Um, I feel like we've left uh, other people out of circles. Oh, we've definitely left other people out of um, I have to. I have to go, Billy. I'm going to be super late for work if I don't go. Okay. I'm already going to go. So let's. Work finish this tonight how does that sounds sound sounds a-okay to me Excellent. all right i'll talk to you later cool i'll edit what we have and then we can keep working on it all right tonight when you're home from bye, bye buddy if we just keep rambling for more time yeah we're okay. definitely we're recording now. okay um so happy new year <laughs> happy new year what did you do for New Year's Eve? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did. You don't have to rub it in. I FaceTimed You're with your family. Better. I went right. on the FaceTime with your family or the Zoom and sat there. I talked to your I talked to your bubby about her hair. It does look a oh, lot. Oh yeah, that's hot topic right now. Yeah, it looks a lot different. It's beautiful though. Yeah, I like it. I think it looks really good. She seemed very flattered that I complimented her on it. Uh, anyway I've, yeah but yeah yeah right. and then year. i sat in my room and drank and watched tv so that was my new year okay. how was your new year? TV in your bed is a good way to start the year yeah how was your new year what did you do with all your 
friends over there in Israel. Right. We didn't mention this before. I live in Israel <laughs> on a kibbutz. I'm also in the Navy. Okay. Anyway, I went to a bonfire. It was pretty fun. The South Americans, like, there are South Americans here on the kibbutz I live on. And maybe I told you, I don't remember. And um, they're, they have this, like, weird tradition where they make, like, almost a scarecrow with hay yeah. and clothes. And then they, like, punch it. And then they light it on fire at midnight. So it's, like, the old year. So that was kind of fun. But they also, like, brought extra hay. And it was, like, near the fire. And it almost, like, set the whole area on fire. And they were so stupid. <laughs> it was <Great>. fun. <laughs> So you almost started a forest fire for the new year. That would have been a great almost way to start the year. Yeah, almost started a forest fire for the new year. It was good. <laughs> it's funny to me, like, how your love of forests is also, like, really, um, you know, also coupled with a, a strong love for bonfires. <laughs> that is interesting. Um, I think those things often go together, and it is... It is an odd pairing when you think about it. Like, it feels like they go together so well, but yeah, that is that is an odd pairing. In, in, in theory, they go together so well, but in practice, they could really go wrong. They could really go against each other. Right. I mean, a bonfire in and of itself is burning trees. <laughs> like. Yeah. But, like, even, but, I don't know, even the act of doing it, you could burn down a forest so easily. Right, How easily right. would you feel if you burn down a forest? Like, I'd feel pretty bad. I would feel bad, too. This, I would feel really bad. But this time, I wasn't so worried because it's, like, the winter, so things are mm-hmm. wet enough that I'm not so concerned. Wet conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Need some moisture in the air for... A good bonfire. That's not true. Bonfires are good in the any time. Whatever. Yeah, I like bonfires. Fucking leave me alone. What do you want? <laughs> I just, you know, good. You should love bonfires. I also love bonfires, but just yeah, don't they're great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think as long as you have some fire safety, I think it's good. Yeah, remember when we would have bonfires in college and then our neighbor behind us would scream at us? Yeah, that was rough. That was, yeah. And it was also just, like, we weren't being that loud. Like, we would do louder things than have those bonfires, and, like, that was when she was upset. And we it was just like we were talking, you know? No, it wasn't even, it wasn't even Mary who was upset. It was the guy behind us who would get upset. Right, remember? I remember and he'd be like, Shut that's the- what I'm saying. Like when we had parties and stuff that were louder, like with loud music, he didn't ever yeah, complain. He- but then yeah, like he- when we had bonfires, he really didn't like it. Yeah, he got really angry. And I, we were just like, okay. Yeah, that was pretty odd. So do you think that's a a symptom of him being socially inept? <laughs> I do kind of, no, I don't know. He's just an angry person, I think. That was the only interaction I ever had with him. Yeah. Angry. It's honestly, it's always odd to me when people actively tell it, like, whenever one person tells a group of people to be quiet, it honestly shocks me. It's just, like, not something I would ever think to do. Yeah. Um. I, I know, it's like, I don't know. 
I get it if somebody's being like super obnoxious in your space, but also like, I don't know. When you live close to a college campus <laughs> that's been there since the 1800s, and then you get all uptight about people being loud, it's kind of like, all right, you chose to live here. This was here before you. Sorry. We also lived on the same street as the football stadium. So it's like, yeah. it's not like it's a surprise. It's not like it's like miles away from the university. Like we were right there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're veering more into the, this This gets us into like the, the whole liberalism debate, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do what That's really a whole conversation. Oh God. Diving down that. Uh, it's quite a rabbit hole. Yeah. Down that rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that guy probably couldn't emphasize with us. Em- em- emphasize? Couldn't empathize with empathize. us. Get com says is a trait of being socially inept. Uh, really? Yeah. I didn't. That's so interesting. I wouldn't think of empathy as something that has to do with being social. Why? What do you mean by that? I don't know. Like, maybe I just don't have a good definition of what being socially inept is, but like. It, in my mind, like, being empathetic isn't necessarily the first quality that comes to my mind when I think of, like, people's ability to be social. I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm reading this. What it's, are you reading? It's, this is a it's stupid website, obviously. Website. Yeah, but keep them going. It's funny that that's the website you chose. I just like the title. I like that it's called getthefriendsyouwant.com. Uh, it was so appealing to me. You know, socially inept people can come off as arrogant. I feel like really? that's not true. I, but maybe. I don't know. I always think of somebody who's socially inept as being extremely socially awkward. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think maybe we don't know what being socially inept means. Because to me, it's like... It just means being awkward, not having a good social gauge. But maybe that's, like, the wrong definition. Well, there's another website. So I typed in how to tell if you're socially inept. And uh-huh. then the, the first, um, or actually the second uh, link available says 20 signs you are socially awkward. And then it just oh, has okay. a bunch of stuff about being socially awkward. And the next one is socially awkward, too. So like, maybe that's really the phrase we're looking for. Maybe social being socially inept is just not totally the. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, but but then why would it show up with the same results? I don't well, know. Okay. Here's a checklist to know if you're socially inept. New website. I'm over that other website. All right. All right. Virtualizing makes you nervous. You know, that's somebody who's socially awkward. Definitely, totally. we definitely know some nervous people who we would put in that category. Uh, Absolutely. People often misunderstands your jokes or take offense. Yeah. Okay. Berkeley. You have a feeling, yeah, that people Back. sometimes avoid you. Definitely. And Oof. you often say things you regret afterward and your conversations don't really flow. And then there's awkward silence. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I could definitely th- see those things seem more at least what in my mind fits in the, the category of social of 
Um, um, okay, I'll have Keisha in a little bit, Mom. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mom. My mom asked me if I What's wanted some quiche. with your mom? She wanted, she wanted to know if I wanted some quiche. And um, I'll have it later. You want some quiche? <laughs> yeah, sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought when I heard your mom. I thought it was me. I was confused. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some quiche, Billy? Uh, no, thank you. Um, what was I saying? Oh, this list feels better than the first one. I think yeah, I think your new website is better than getthefriendsyouwant.com. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, yeah. How do See, I stop being socially inept? I don't know. I don't, I, Here's the well, thing. I definitely agree that we both have a lot of the characteristics of people who are socially inept. I don't know that it's affecting our lives as much as as much as it could be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's a spectrum, you know. I like to say that totally. word, but I really do think it's just like a it's a it's a lever of how, how socially adept or socially inept you are. Right. Yeah. You know, and we all do you think your like academic intelligence affects that? I think there's a correlation between academic intelligence and being socially inept. I don't know if it affects it though, because there are definitely some like people who are really smart, who are outliers, who are very, you know, talkative and friendly. Right. I honestly, it's so funny as you were just talking, I just realized like, I often forget that like you are actually academically and like you did well in the school. (laughs) it's funny like I talked to you as if you also dropped out of community college but that in fact is not the case <laughs> like, it's funny hey I made it through all four years of Berkeley to work at Trader Joe's so how dare you Billy <laughs> <laughs> no but I it's, it's agree to go that. work in a grocery store I just like always forget that because like when I think of for instance like the people who like went to my high school who like went to Cal it's like I think of like really like academic people you know what I mean and then it's like I forget like you went there also like I don't know it's just funny yeah I mean also like yeah there there are people who are like genuine geniuses that go to Cal and I'm not in that category but I definitely like played the game to get into school you know right you play the grades game in high school and whatever you do well did you like want to go to Ivy League schools when you were in high school yeah, I really wanted to go to Yale, but I obviously knew that wasn't realistic because I'm not, you know, whatever. I had good grades. Are you happy you didn't go to Yale? What? Are you happy you didn't, like, get into Ivy League schools? Yeah, I've heard it's a real, real – I've heard Yale specifically is a really pretentious school. Um, yeah. I'm sure they all are to varying degrees, but I don't know. I think I, – I don't think I would have enjoyed living on the East Coast because I had in my mind that I was, like – gonna be this like very goyish like i don't know preppy person in college and that's what the east coast was (laughs) so i was just kind of like had that set that i was gonna go there and do stupid stuff there but right i'm happy i didn't yeah no that sounds kind of terrible and it's like i don't know i feel like the academic competition at in Berkeley was already like pretty in like pretty intense and honestly kind of crazy and like I feel like at a fucking Ivy League like oh that would probably be terrible like I don't know but 
Yeah, I've also heard that like that it's very like it's kind of like out, not even outdoing each other in academic ways, just like outdoing each other in like pretentious ways, you know? Right. Like right. Of, like money. No, game. no, like, even getting into like clubs is impossible because it's like everything there. It's like everyone wants to be the best at it, so it's like yeah. nothing is just for fun, which yeah. would probably be a bummer. It says, oh, so how do I stop being socially inept? Um, <clears throat> it says we have to practice our social skills, essentially. I don't know oh. if that, I don't. How do you practice do you think, your social skills? Do you think that people we know who are socially inept could, like, just become not socially inept if they're in social situations enough? Um, no. Like, I think that's Something... wrong. I think some people are just yeah. stuck. Dude, I also think that's wrong. I think some people, in theory, could be better at having smooth conversations and, like, understanding the social cues. But, like, do I think that, like, socially awkward people we know could, like, become smooth? Like, absolutely not. I just don't think they have it in them, realistically. Yeah. I Yeah. It's interesting, though, right now, because I, like, I definitely feel like I've gotten worse at socializing with people. Um in the pan like during all of this like during pandemic oh. year, just because i haven't been socializing and so like in those rare opportunities when i was with a group of my friends i didn't really know what to say to them but yeah it could just be that i've like grown apart from them and that like you know i ha also haven't like really seen them you know or been with them for like over a year so it was right. like I, I definitely feel that too. Yeah. I think the practice thing is definitely possible, but I also think I think if you started practicing being social, like maybe in like mid high school, like if you felt like you were socially awkward, then at that point I, I do actually think you could like learn and kind of train yourself out of it. But like a socially awkward twenty four year old, like I don't know if that's totally fixable at that point. Like I don't know. Yeah, it says you should mimic uh, socially savvy people. That's kind of creepy, though. Then you're just, like, copying other people in all your social interaction. Right, and also it's, like, if you're not totally socially secure, like, you might not have a great gauge on who is. You know what I mean? Like, you might be yeah, true. copying pretty weird habits from other people. Or copy it from, like, TV or movies. That's even weirder. That is even weirder. I've actually, okay, this is a little bit different. This is a little bit off topic, but similar vein. Like, okay, I realized since living here, two things. Firstly, that being from Southern California, we, like, consume media in a totally different way than basically everyone else around the world. Because it's, like, right now I'm with so many people from so many different countries. And it's, like, when you or I watch a movie, it's, like, not only is it in the language in the country where we grew up, but it's literally, like, in our neighborhood, like, with <laughs> Jewish writers. So it's, like, inside jokes that we understand, and it's also, like, places we recognize. And, like, it's just, like, a t completely different experience than, than, like, a Russian watching Clueless. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> a 
ration watching Clueless. But it's it's strange to me that people still want to consume it, even though it's so like focused on us. I never thought of it. I I was one time I watched a movie at a movie theater in Israel and I was like, they made a joke. It was like a comedy and they made a joke about like a girl taking out her IUD for the weekend. Uh (laughs) I was like dying in the movie theater and nobody was laughing. I was like, I was like, oh, they don't get it. Like they probably don't know what an IUD is because they probably have a different word for it or something. Oh my God. That's so funny. Dude. Um, my aunt had a similar thing happen. Like, Delete had a similar thing happen. She was visiting a boyfriend in the middle of, like, fucking butt-fuck-nowhere Kansas. Like, a goyish, like, a non-Jewish boyfriend. And, like, um, they went to see Blazing Saddles, like, when it first came out. You've seen Blazing Saddles, right? Yeah. (laughs) And she was the only Jew, probably for a thousand miles, and it got to the part where they rode up to the the um like wagon train and yeah. the tribe like Mel Brooks stops them and he starts speaking in Yiddish and Dalit like literally fell on the floor laughing and the entire movie theater was staring at her. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, and such like, but it really does happen like that. Like, I just don't understand how media is as enjoyable for other people. Like, it's just not the same, you know? Yeah. I think the crux of it is you have to be Jewish to enjoy media. Or live in Southern California. Yeah. But even, there's so many, like, Jewish-specific jokes, even in, like, the stupid cartoons I watch. Like, there's so many, like like jewish jokes that like you know maybe a decent segment of the population could like somewhat understand them but there's also ones that like they don't understand and it's just like so like like right like making jokes about like hebrew school and like the kids were like talking in like very basic like hebrew or something and it was just like i was like nobody would get this unless you had that knowledge well, dude, how is fucking Zohan such a popular movie? Like, how do people get the intricacies of that? Like, they don't. But, like, I guess it's still funny enough. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But don't you kind Because there was a time when you didn't understand those references. So did they just, like, not occur to you? Or, like, did you know I'm there was... Of, like, things I rewatched and then might have understood more. But nothing's, like, coming to my head right now. Yeah, I actually did that with Borat recently since my Hebrew's gotten better. I like, because, you know, he, like, mumbles in Hebrew a lot. Yeah, 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 I watched the second one or whatever. Yeah, and so I watched Borat recently, and, like, it's so much funnier now that my Hebrew's better. Yeah, I watched the, I wa- I've seen both of them, but I watched the second one with a bunch of my friends, and I was like, what? He's speaking in Hebrew, and nobody else, you know, understood any Hebrew. So yeah like, it was a trip it's definitely yeah. weird but honestly like what i was saying though it's that way also with just being an american and specifically a californian because like the questions people ask me because i'm from like the greater los angeles area are so funny and it's so like they really think they understand our lives because they grew up watching movies based in our area like it's very funny uh it's just such a bad like it's such a bad representation of what's going on right i feel like super bad kind of gets it 
but super bad kind of gets it. Even that's like, you know, there's not yeah. really parties like that, you know? No. Definitely not in like Sherman Oaks on a Tuesday. Yeah. I definitely like, yeah, I don't know. Like once a Russian came up to me at the army and she was like, Billy, do you guys really c- climb ropes in your gym class? And it was just so funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like so enticed by the idea that that part of movies might be real. It's so funny. You know what? I did, like, they had a rope in my gym class, but we, they pulled it out like once in the three years of middle school Ooh. that I had to do PE. Oh my god. Dude, I never had to climb a rope in What? Did you ever have to try and climb a rope? I didn't. I, I no, I never had to climb a rope for school. Dude, because my I uncle would pay to watch you do that. What? I said, you would pay to watch me climb a rope. Pay to watch you attempt to climb a rope. <laughs> I could not climb a rope. There is no way. Simply no way. <laughs> yeah, your boobs would get in the way. Fucking true, dude. They would get in the way. And just, like, I'm short. Like, it would take, like, eight years. It's just, like, I I don't want to climb a rope. Do people, like, I have, I'm also, like, do all these Russians, like, do they just watch a bunch of American shit still? Like, they, they don't, like, have their own media that they consume on a more regular basis? Like, Dude, they do. But, again, I just didn't really, like, obviously we know that American media is, like, the center of media, but it's, like, I didn't get how much. Like, they all watch, like, American YouTube, they watch American TV, like, all their social media is English. Like, Russian less. They have a little bit more pop culture, like, of their own, but still, like, they watch mostly English TV, I feel like. Yeah. That's interesting how, like, I don't know. I I think people, like, just assume that New York has, like, so much, like, global dominance, but, like, I don't know. I feel like the actual, like, I don't know, the play out into people's lives around the world, like, Hollywood has a lot more of an effect, I guess. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, what people actually spend their time looking at and, like, what they spend their days doing. Like, anyway. Yeah. Honestly, I just maybe always go. Like... Hmm? I'm sorry, what were you saying? We've been cutting each other off. We're very socially inept, clearly, based I know, on. We've been really socially the inept today. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I need to mimic somebody else who's better at being socially adept. Yeah, we should do that. We should find some people to mimic. No, I don't know. Um, speaking of people mimicking. Each other. Yeah. Remember when we bullied Lerone into smoking weed? I do remember that. What a glorious time that was. What uh, a glorious time. Yeah, it was. It was some. It was some positive peer peer pressure going on. It was. It was for it was. the best. Yeah, I think it was for the best. Because the thing was, here's the thing: he really enjoyed it, and he just like didn't understand what would happen i think okay speaking of media this is actually a great a great segue into this because like didn't before you smoked weed from watching tv didn't you think it was like how mushrooms really is you know what i mean 
Yeah, people definitely get that impression of it. But I don't I can't even remember what I thought of it. But yes, that is definitely the dominating idea that you're gonna see shit and colors and trip out. And it's like, well, that's a fun idea, I feel like it freaks people out. I'm like I don't know. They they think they're gonna be so out of control when that's just like not the dominant feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's hard to it's so annoying to have to constantly like attempt to describe what being high is being like too when you just like you can't really but you're like it's not that but you'll enjoy yeah it. but yeah exactly i don't it, it's funny how like media arrived on that like you know interpretation of weed because I, I i think it's like it's so hard to describe somebody being high that they were like this is so visceral and easy that like you know, we'll just go with this instead. Right. Trippy and it's colors. like, right. And it's like not that funny to just see somebody like laying like in a cocoon of blankets, eating the snacks, listening to music. So it's like, they just make the room spin and the colors look funny because <laughs> it looks better, which I get, but like, I don't know. It's not accurate. Yeah. I feel like very few highs are actually like, I don't know, you gotta take some intense shit to, like, get to the level of, like, what TV describes weed as, which is yeah. really funny. I feel like TV describes, like, an edible high. Like, have you ever taken strong edibles and then just been, like, schnockered, like, fucking done? Yeah. Yes, I have. Um, You're not a huge edibles person, though. Yeah. I, neither am I. I enjoy the social act of smoking. No, I said you're not a huge edibles person, not me. No. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yes, was a huge edibles You were huh? a huge edibles person? When? Senior year in high school. I did them every single night. What? You would do it Have every night? Have I ever told you about this? You know what? No, actually, you have told me about this. I oh my god senior year in high school i did edibles every single night for months that's what happened to your brain god damn <laughs> it honestly it started getting to the point where like i felt like i like had a cloud in my face like it's the only way to describe it like even when i wasn't high and i was like but the thing was i was just having like a shitty year and i was like I'm not gonna get like hooked on this it's just like for right now and I was right like then like okay obviously we smoked a lot in college but it was like that was like social like it was different and I never was like high during the day in college don't say never but (laughs) (laughs) okay not never rarely rarely yeah on on occasion Um, you weren't a big wake and bake guy either no, I was not a wake and bake guy. Not at all. But, you know, maybe I should try it. Maybe. I can't have remember ever... a time that I've wake and baked. I, I still don't know how to say wake and bake in past tense. Is it woke and boke? That Awoke <laughs> <laughs> and baked. I don't know. Yeah, because there's no... Anyway. I think it's woke and baked. But that sounds bad. I'm gonna say awoken and baked. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
I think Dude, I'll, what I'll, I'll rake and baked. I'll just do the baked pasta. Rake and baked? Yeah, but that, okay, fine. One of the few times I did was with the volcano with Jacob. Remember the volcano? Yes, of course I remember the volcano. What a contraption so, he was. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Dude, I, like, I fucking came downstairs, and, like, it was, like, 10 in the morning, and Jacob was like, yo, Bills, come volcano with me. And I was like, all right, fine. And <laughs> he fucking did a 10, and so we shared a 10, and I was, like, destroyed. Like, you remember that thing? Like, a whole 10 just yeah. for two people? Like, that was crazy. And for those of you who don't know, a volcano is a very large, fancy vaporizer. It's like the Ferrari of weed smoking that makes a bag of wacky Just weed vapor, man. Loud cloud smoke that you inhale. Yeah. And a 10 is fucking nuts. And we um smoked the whole 10. And then afterwards, he was like, yo, let's do another one. But then he got an asthma attack, two hits into the second bag, so I had to smoke the rest of it. <laughs> oh, God. I remember him getting asthma attacks. They were so dramatic and gross-sounding. <laughs> With the chest banging? Oh, my God. Yeah, start banging his... Oh, God. And, like, hit his inhaler, and it was just, like, ridiculous, the whole thing. Yeah, that was pretty gnarly. Do you think we should have peer pressured Jacob to do less drugs? Like, Okay, sometimes I think yes, but it's so easy to say now because realistically there was no way to peer pressure. There's just no way to peer pressure a drug addict into doing less drugs unless they want to do less drugs. That's true. Um, yeah. Like, do you think we I don't, I don't think we ever peer... I think sometimes he would peer pressure us. I don't think we ever peer pressured him. No. I used to think of him as, like, Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trying to drag me into the sewers. <laughs> I don't... I didn't watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Billy. You know that childhood media was banned in my house. Right. Do, would you like me to explain who Splinter is in yeah, relation to Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Splinter was a, a rat who lived in the sewers with the Ninja Turtles, and he was sort of like their uh, spiritual guru, like, hippie uncle rat man. Yeah. And he would just try and drag them into the sewer? What do you mean? No, they lived in the sewer with him, but oh. it was more a figure of speech. Oh, okay. Because okay. he looked like Jacob a lot. <laughs> he would wear this crazy, like, robe, a smoking jacket, and, like, meditate in I, the I sewer. Splinter Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let me get a look. Oh, God. Ew. There's some creepy pictures of this guy. What do you mean creepy? What are you looking at? He's a fucking cartoon rat. I see see the, like, cartoon version of him, which is also still kind of creepy, but there's some of them that, like, make him look like a villain, you know? Like, that make him look, like, really disgusting and, like, evil. Oh, interesting. Oh, whoa, yeah. I see what you mean. 
So no, I was talking about the cartoon. You see him like meditating. Yeah. Maybe I don't remember what Splinter's role in the in the show was. That's certainly possible. <laughs> no, I feel like he could be a good guy. I don't know. He might have been a good guy. No, does he was their father, Billy? There's no way he wasn't a good guy. Oh, he was their father. Adoptive father. Well, obviously oh, he's not. Right, right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Rats don't make turtles, Billy. Well, sure what if does. they're? What if the turtles are half rat, half turtle, but they just acquired their rat qualities? I mean, the turtle qualities. The turtle qualities. <laughs> Maybe it's like a Miss Piggy Kermit situation. <laughs> Did they have babies? No, but they broke up in 2015. Did you hear about this? No. What happened? I don't know. They made them break up. I don't know why. What? That's oh, so God. stupid. Yeah, that's not nice. They didn't. Okay, they do you think Bert and Ernie are gay? That's not even a conversation we need to have. Yes. Okay. Okay. Of course but they're why gay. Do they Even he's right tried to make them gay, but all the all the moms in the South like made a petition, and then they were like, "Don't make Bert and Ernie gay, or else we're gonna stop watching Sesame Street." And then they didn't make them gay, and so all the moms okay. in the South are just keeping Bert and Ernie in the closet. That's not nice. They yeah. live in a basement. They could be on this podcast. <laughs> Bert and Ernie live in a basement. Yeah, it's a basement apartment. I was reading about the Muppets today. What did what did they what did they have to say about the Muppets? Well, I actually read I don't okay, I also thought that about the moms in the South and the gay and the burn Ernie, but I read today that it was one writer who liked to write them who liked to think of writing them as gay, but like the actual Muppet industry, whatever the fuck, has never said they're gay or wanted to make them gay. Well, I'm sure when they made them, like, when did that show start? Back in the 60s, no? Like, I'm sure they weren't, like, they're gay. Like, but honestly, like... Recently, they said that they have never tried to make them gay. Oh, recently they said... I thought there was, like, an actual legitimate push, like, back then. I I did, too. I feel like I remember that happening. I think they're a good representation of of a boring gay couple. Yeah, but even but even still, back in the 60s, I'm like, the kind of relationship they had, I'm like, you guys didn't know it, but you were writing about two gay guys. Like, you know, like, I'm sure the writers like were like, oh, this is a common thing. Just like two dudes being roommates in New York City, you know, like back when it wasn't acceptable to just be out, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's so true. Like, we were subconsciously writing them as gay, whether they wanted to or not. So, you know what? They're gay. Okay. Why do they have separate beds then? What? Why do they have separate beds then? Because like what did what do you think these like, you know, like straight people imagined these two dudes living in the same apartment like sleep I don't know. Like they probably just imagined they had two separate beds and like they're friends, right? Yeah. Alright. I dig it. That's fine. I feel like they don't have a great relationship though, if they're a couple, because they're mad at each other a lot of the time. But I feel like that's realistic. <laughs> if they were just two roommates living together, they wouldn't have a reason to be mad at each other. Oh my God, <laughs> <house drama> too. <gasps> yeah. 
They had a lot of house drama. You think they had house meetings to deal with their house drama? <laughs> they should have several house meetings. And then vote on how they're going to vote. <laughs> yeah. To no conclusion. And then yeah, just all get angry at each other anyway. For real? House meeting pro tip? Get drunk at it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get drunk drunk for our house meetings? No, but I am five feet tall, so occasionally I drink one drink and then am drunk. So, no, but a little. <laughs> just like your mom last night with her one Cayman Jack. Yeah, that was ridiculous. She really is like that, though. Like, she really yeah. drinks one drink and, like, is schnockered. That must not be very fun. Like, because I enjoy the act of, like, physically drinking something. Just like I yeah. enjoy physically smoking something. So, like, being a big lightweight would be annoying to me. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's just kind of fun to have a drink in your hand. But... It is. I've been doing this thing lately, if I'm at, like, a situation where I'm drinking, where I'll drink, like, a couple beers, and then I'll just hang on to one of the beer bottles, and then just keep pouring other things into it, like, whatever's around. And I make, like, beer bottle jungle juice. I don't know why I've been doing this. Ooh, that's kind of gross, though, because I feel like there's just a lingering taste of beer. Yeah, but it's not bad, because it just, like, tastes like a shandy, kind of. Okay. Ooh, shandies. I could go for a nice cold shandy right now. Yeah, I had a shandy last night. I love a shandy. Yeah, they're pretty yummy. Where were we drinking shandies? Spain. Oh, yeah, the shandies in Spain. Yeah, I remember in Granada when we um were staying at that hostel? Yeah, we had some shandies underneath our bed. <laughs> yeah, right, we had to hide the shandies from the... The um, head of the hostel. Yeah. Oh, and um, then we had those weird Billy, roommates. I think that was I, fun. Yeah, well, yeah, the awkward roommates. Yeah, that was that was strange. That <laughs> we were both like, uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. Um, I'll talk to you later. All right. Uh, cool. Peace. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Alright, bye.